Welcome back to the Humble Line Podcast. This is episode 52, and we'll be talking about spirituality. What does it mean to awaken your soul? How can you find more meaning in your life and heal your deep-rooted wounds? Is it possible to truly forgive others, grow out of friends and family, be comfortable with aloneness, and still be happy? We answer all of these questions today on the show. The first 10 minutes of this episode doesn't have the best audio quality. My bad, I haven't done this in a little while, so I messed up. But stick with us, it will get, we'll get that crisp sound back soon. Enjoy the show. What up, Lions? It has been a little while since we've done a podcast, but I'm so excited to do another one with Mama Oracle. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so today we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about um, spirituality and awakening your soul. And what does that even mean? So we're gonna get right into it. What does it mean to awaken your soul? It's a very complicated question. Like everybody has their own um, perception of it. To be like, do you mean like how to be like spiritual? Just how to feel more in line with like your purpose on this earth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what a soul is. It's like soul searching, searching for meaning, like getting mm -hmm. in tune with why you're here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think that first it'd be good to like explain what spirituality is. Okay, yeah. Because um, a lot of people, I feel like there's like a this spiritual trend where everybody's into stones and saging, but that's not being spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> Being spiritual is uh, basically a state of being um, and the qualities of a spirit is, you know, compassion, um, love, forgiveness. If you practice this in your daily life, then you are being spiritual. If you, um, you know, nourish anger in your heart and like other stuff like that, you're not being spiritual because those those emotions are like taking you out of your spiritual mode. Okay. Um, and you're mostly into like a physical mode. Um, but a reactive. Exactly, exactly. But that's really difficult because some people are born natural empaths or naturally compassionate. So you don't have to teach them to be spiritual, they're just spiritual. I think that everybody is born compassionate. Yeah, okay. Everybody is born with, um, you know, love. Um, yeah, that's true. Which is like the energy of the universe, but it's the experiences that you go through, the traumas in your childhood that kind of change that. Um, if you're being shut down at such a young age, then like you're being ripped off of your spiritual qualities. I would, from everything that I've seen, like, um, especially the people who have like shaped the world today. It seems as though they've gone through hardship after hardship after hardship, which has just elevated them, elevated them, elevated them mm -hmm. to the point where they can produce something and heal the world. Mm -hmm. So it's it's almost like a, a lose lose because if you want if you want to feel what you're here for, you have to feel so much pain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like what lessons do you learn when everything is like pink and happy? Not so much. Um, so yes, it's unfortunate, it's a lot of pain for a lot of healers, like I said earlier, like we're like wounded healers, we go through so much pain, but through that pain, that's when you are able to like change your perspective and learn things and grow and evolve, but if everything, like I said, is like happy and pink all the time, you're just enjoying rather than learning. Yeah. You know? Why do you think some people don't take these lessons? And like, so let's say, I'll give you an example, um, you know, a breakup, let's mm -hmm. say a breakup. One of, the per one of the people in the breakup, let's say the guy, 
he's like, wow, this girl taught me a lot. I'm going to learn from that and mm -hmm. go on and become a better person and seek someone who can fit me more. But then the girl will be like, oh, why did he leave me? Or like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then she'll play victim mode, but then she'll keep attracting the energies that hurt her. So why is it that one person can learn and like elevate, elevate, but then the other person is like trapped? What can that person do to get out of that negative mindset? Sometimes it's because they didn't choose that for themselves. Sometimes it's just not the right time. Um, and sometimes it's because they don't even realize um, that there's like a lesson to learn and they're not seeing it. Um, and what they can do is to like, instead of being in a victim mode, is to understand that all the experiences that you go through in life are to teach you a lesson. Um, the people that you meet, whether it's your family, your friends, your lovers, your colleagues, those are the people that you, um, there are people that you chose to meet. But before we come here, we take spiritual contracts with people and they're like, okay, my mission on earth is to learn X, Y, Z. Yeah. Well, I'm going to meet you when we're going to get to earth and I'm going to hurt you until that you can learn X, yeah. Y, Z. And so like we get on earth and we forget everything that was said before we met yeah. um, on the earth plane. And, um, and you go through the experience, but be because you forgot, you just don't understand that it's a lesson. And sometimes you have to be more awakened spiritually to understand that like, okay, this is a teacher and not someone who's like there to purposely hurt me. Because the, the purpose of the spirit on earth is to grow and evolve. We all yeah. come here for evolution, yeah. to learn, to grow. Um, and so nothing that happens in, in life is just like... By accident. By accident. Mm -hmm. We're like, we don't, we don't go through pain for fun. It's all to like teach us something for us to grow and elevate. And at some point, we're not going to come back on this earth. We're going to be on an even higher dimension somewhere else in the yeah. universe, you know? But in order to like grow and evolve to that point where we can go somewhere that's even higher, better, more perfect, you have to go through these lessons so that your spirit is like elevated enough to handle that. Otherwise, you only always come back here to you learn think? the same. You think? Because that's what I think too. Come back here. To learn yeah. over and over and over again. And so every moment is a, is a test mm -hmm. for you to choose the right path. Exactly. Exactly. And there's this thing that says like whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. Okay. Meaning like if you're not changing yourself, then you're choosing to like um, stay in your you know, bad cycle and patterns. Or your toxic environment. Exactly, exactly, you're choosing it. We were talking before the podcast started about this idea of ascension, ascension in your spirit, but also ascension at, at a rate that the people around you don't understand to the mm -hmm. point where you start outgrowing the people around you mm -hmm. and you start outgrowing even your family. Mm -hmm. And then it makes you scared because mm -hmm. you're like, I'm still the same person, I'm just growing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and it's a scary thing because you know, people who you used to connect with, they can't connect with you anymore because yeah. you're changed, but mm -hmm. they don't understand that mm -hmm. and then it makes them feel bad. Mm -hmm. It's this horrible yeah. cycle of like, of yeah, growth. It's, it's painful, spiritual painful. awakening. It's painful for a lot of people because like you said, you outgrow your friends and most of the time your family, they say that there's always like one person in each family that um, that's gonna go through like a spiritual awakening or that's meant to be the healer and usually that's the black sheep. Oh, interesting. Family, yeah. Why do they call it that? I'm not sure why. Um, I always to say like I guess that they're like so different than okay. other people, but usually that one person who's considered the black sheep is 
the person that's not meant to connect with other people like this because they have a bigger purpose. Maybe because it's their eighth time on the earth mm -hmm, also. and they learned from the past lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a true believer in that. Yeah, me too. Me and too. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to get into reincarnation in our second yeah. part, but more on spirituality. So like, why is it such a trend right now? You go on YouTube, you see like a bunch of witch channels, you see like a bunch of like oh yeah, saging, do this, but I don't think that they realize that that is just an accessory to yeah, like... Yeah, it's an extension, it's like a bonus. It's like you don't need but that. Like the tools, some tools that you can use on your spiritual journey. I feel like it's become more popular now because we're going back to our roots. Um, I feel like the generation before us, you know, they were really into like, okay, we hustle to like work and yeah. put food on the table for the children, blah, blah, but there's been a spiritual awakening since 2012. Where okay. so many people are starting to like awaken to spirituality, um, Mother Earth and stuff like that. And um, it's just that maybe for the majority they don't really understand fully yet what spirituality really is. Because like I said, the sage is it's fine. It's a tool to cleanse the energies. Crystals, it's fine. It's a tool to like amplify things that are already in you. Yeah. Um, but that's not being spiritual. Being spiritual is the work that you do within, whereas those accessories are like outside of you. you yeah. Know? Um, How can a person start to do the work within if they, like, I'm thinking about myself a year ago. Mm -hmm. I was in major depression mode, and what did I do? I started this podcast because I was like, I need to hear what other people are going through so I can understand the world and living it. That was my tool, is like, talk to other people. But what about people who are really, really like, you know, self-conscious and also introverted. They don't want to talk to others, but they have this desperate need to grow and this aching. How can they do this inner work within them? Um, I would say one of the tools uh, that are necessary to do um, inner work is self-awareness. Yes. If you're not aware of what you need to change, uh, what patterns you're in, uh, what lessons you need to learn, then it's like, it's almost like you have an injury or you have like symptoms and it's not diagnosed so you can't really heal it because you don't know where it's yeah. coming from. So like you need to, I guess, diagnose. Diagnose <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah, diagnose yourself um, and self-awareness is super important because if you don't have that, uh, how are you going to know what it is that you need to change or heal? Um, let's say for example, some somebody who's gone through like so many traumas and they want to heal themselves, it's like, okay, what happened to me in my childhood that made me become traumatized, that, yeah. like, I become an introvert, or I became depressed, and... I don't trust people. Yeah, I don't trust people, I don't love myself, I don't have self-worth, etc. Um, okay, well, when I was a child, my parents used to, you know, talk down to me a lot, um, they shut me down a lot, I wasn't able to express myself, they didn't show me love and affection, because, you know, as a child, it's good that we have food, we have toys, we have clothes, like, you know, the parents provide what we need. Mm -hmm. But what a child really, really needs is emotional presence. Yeah. They need love. Yeah. And that's why, like, they say, you know, as soon as a baby comes, like, you need to do skin on skin. Yeah. This is what they need. They need comfort, yeah. you know? And when you don't have that as a child, it's like how you're not taught how to love. And a lot of people are in relationships not knowing how to love because they didn't get that as a child, you know? Um, so then it's a chain reaction of exactly. showing hate to people and then causing more trauma. Yeah, exactly. And it's a chain reaction exactly. of hate. And so unless you do healing work on yourself, like you're just out there, people are just projecting their own traumas on each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. How can someone start being more self-aware? Well, question yourself. 
Um, I know for myself, uh, on my own healing journey, uh, I spent a lot of time alone in my room. Um, at the time, I didn't know that it was meditation, but I was just like closing my eyes and asking questions like yeah. what's going on with me what's how like why am i experiencing all these things yeah i think that asking why is is a, a good start yeah um and i don't know how to explain it it's, it might be weird for people but for me i used to get a lot of downloads it's like i could hear a voice talking to me yeah. and saying like okay you're experiencing this because you need to heal and help people after and blah 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 um some people would call that the higher self yeah it's almost like when you ask yourself a question like, hmm, I wonder why I felt so anxious when I met this person. And then if you just take a second and answer it yourself, oh, well, it was because they were looking at me weird. Exactly. You always have the we answer. We always know the answer. Yeah. yeah. All we have to do is remember. But we know everything. Yes. Yeah. And so that voice is just amplified the closer you are to your mm -hmm, soul. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so like I never read any books that gave me the answer. I just... When it comes to spirituality, I just, it was always downloaded in my mind. Okay, well, address this issue with your parents or like write down letters and burn it. Yes. Before I used to write down letters and then give it to the person that would feel worse because they wouldn't give me the answer that I'm looking for. Oh, okay. So at some point I just started burning and like the more I would do things and question this and that, like I was very curious. Yeah. And this is something that um, people try to like shut down on me so much. Like you're always asking questions yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like this is what gave me the answer. I was always questioning what is this happening like why, yeah what's happening why everyone's like you're so annoying with your question yeah like, why are you asking me yeah. something? I'm just cute for me I'm, yeah, girl. Exactly. I'm not attacking you I just yeah, want answers yeah, yeah like what am I supposed to learn from this like what's the message I was yeah. always questioning every single thing and I still do I still do too yeah, I, still I think do. it's in our DNA though mm -hmm. like like I said it's our eighth time here mm -hmm. so when we're younger we're all on this like same vibe where, where we don't see like skin color, where we don't hear negative comments, or maybe we do, but we forgive them right away because we're like, oh, love, 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 love. Mm -hmm. What do you think happens to make us so numb in the world? Because there's this point where like, mm, maybe I see it in my brother and sister because I watched them grow. I think it happened at about age 11 mm -hmm. where, oh, now society's really starting to tell them how to act and now their innocence is being stolen from them, from this structure that is society. Mm -hmm. So like, how can you resist the system? I'll answer your first question, yeah. how, like, why? Um, because we're disconnected through our food, through the things that they put on TV, the things that we're being fed sometimes in school, outside. Um, outside influence, I would say, is um, something that disconnects us a lot. Outside influence um, from what? Um, yeah, so outside influence, um, like I said, could be TV, the media. Yeah. I think that the, the media feeds us with things that disconnect us so much. Uh, social media, like just the fact that, like for example, people don't have conversations anymore where everybody's on their phone. Yeah. Um, but we call it social media. Exactly. Uh, we're taken away from nature. We don't practice like uh, our connection with nature anymore. Yeah. Um, just being outside in the forest, talking to the trees, uh, eating good food, you yeah. know. So um, I feel like this this is something that disconnects us a lot. And how to um, reconnect? Just go back to nature. Go back, you know, talk to the trees, talk to the water. Those are the elements that give us life. It's yeah. an extension of God. It's part of God, you know. 
um, go back within yourself, question yourself, your existence, your purpose. Uh, it's just reconnecting with yourself. Okay. And for someone who, um, I guess, doesn't have the strength to do that, for someone who's surrounded by parents who control them, for someone who's surrounded by friends who hate them, like, and they feel that there's something wrong, I guess, how can they break free from that? Just close your eyes and ears and just like... They have to want it. They have to want it. Yeah, you cannot uh, help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Um, I've tried so many times. I used to have a savior complex. I want to heal everybody. I want to help everybody. I have that right now. Yeah, you cannot help. It's so bad. If someone says like, please give me the tools to blah, 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 and tell them like, get out of the environment that's toxic for you, uh, as hard as it may be for some, that's that you can't heal in the environment that, um, that traumatized you, you know? Um, but yeah, you, you can't force anybody to do it. If, they're staying in the toxic environment that they're in and they're not seeking to get out is because they're not choosing to heal and it doesn't mean that they're never going to choose it it's just at the moment maybe there's something that they need to learn maybe it needs to be worse but for them to awaken okay but um they have to choose it okay so let's talk about reincarnation what Mm -hmm. do you think about that idea so everyone has like different sort of a different perspective on mm-hmm. what it means to live forever mm-hmm. what is your take on like life and I guess reincarnation um, well I do believe in reincarnation I believe that it's not the first time that we've been here some spirits are like way more ancient than others um, you have like spirits that are fairly new um, but I do believe that you reincarnate and every time you don't you know learn all your lessons you just come back and it's like, for example, when you find yourself in a pattern, um, it's like you're always in the same pattern and you don't understand why you keep attracting the same situations or the same people. And then when you get the lesson, you break out of that pattern. Mm. I feel like reincarnation is the same. So like you reincarnate all the time um, to learn certain lessons. And if you don't get them, then you come back. You come back. And a new life, new experiences and hopes that you get it this time. Um what like what about if you do get it is that your last life it's not your last life on earth because there's life everywhere in the universe it's just in another part of the the universe another plane dimension yeah there's this thing called um akasha akashic records okay i don't know if you've ever heard of akashic records Mm -hmm. akashic records is the memory of the universe past present future it holds all the memory of the universe so you have, let's call it an atom. So the first atom is the Akashic records of the universe. Okay. Then you have a second one, which is a second atom, which is your personal Akashic records. Okay. And in your Akashic records, you have the memories of your past, present, future lives. And when you come to the world, it's like you have your little luggage and it transports you know, the memories of your physical body your emotional body, your mental body, and your etheric body. And your what? Etheric. Oh, okay, etheric yeah. Body. Um, and let's say, for example, you were in a life where you didn't really learn your lessons. Um, I'll give an example so that people understand. Let's say you were not taking care of your body at all. Yeah. Like you were very um, neglecting of your health. In your le- next life, you can come... 
um, and be born with a disease. You can be handicapped because your lesson is to um, learn how to take care of your body. Wow. Um, if, for example, uh, you were like super angry, like you never took, you were never like um, emotionally healthy and you never did anything to um, to heal that, yeah. you can come back with a mental illness. Yeah. Um, when you're born just to like show you that this is an aspect of your life that you need to take care of wow um and so i do yes i do believe in reincarnation i, I heard um i was talking to one of my friends who told me that her aunt was into spirituality a lot and her aunt said that um sh- she she came back as a spirit mm-hmm. and she said i'm going i'm coming back soon Mm -hmm. as very as someone very close in your life so she got home that day and her mom said i'm pregnant she's like ah interesting Mm -hmm. it's my aunt coming Mm -hmm. back as Mm -hmm. my brother Mm -hmm. it happens all the time and so now what's crazy is that her aunt was like a hoarder of money Mm -hmm. she would always hoard her money she would never spend it and today her brother spends money like crazy almost Mm -hmm. has like a money problem (laughs) so it's like a complete opposite yeah. I believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess my question would be like, what is the end then? Like, so then when we're done here on Earth, like, and we found our meaning, is it? Does it, do we go to heaven? You know, these are the questions. I, I personally have. don't believe in heaven and hell. Okay. Um, my way of seeing it is that hell, you know, like energy is free. Yeah. It's like it could change, it's, it can evolve, it could go anywhere. Like when you are, when you transition over, like usually they say like, oh, your, your spirit guides are always with you everywhere you go because yeah. they're, they're just everywhere. Yeah. Like energy is everywhere. Um, but when you come on the physical plane, you're in a body and you're stuck in there. Yeah. To me, that's hell. Yeah. Um, and heaven is like when you're out and you're just free to go wherever. Okay. And hell is being stuck, feeling pain, going through hard experiences. That's yeah. how I personally see yeah. it. I don't believe that there's a, a place where like people are just, you know, happy because they did good. And then there's like a hell with people burning. That's okay. not the... That's not how I see okay, it. Okay, no, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm really soul-searching yeah, right now. So yeah, like all yeah. of these... Yeah, but I do believe that once you, um, you know, have learned all your lessons and I guess people call it like the Christ consciousness, which is like perfection and you've evolved and stuff like that, then you go to another dimension. It could be, I don't know if it's another planet, another universe. It's like this universe is like infinite. There's like many universes in the universe. So I believe that you go somewhere that's um, where there's like no... I don't want to say no flaws, um, but it's it's not okay. like low vibration. Yeah. You know? Like, like and it yeah. takes getting through these lives yeah. to get to that exactly. plane where you're accepted exactly. forever. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about your Reiki. So this is what you do as a healer. Mm-hmm. You do Reiki. Mm-hmm. What is Reiki? Reiki is uh, an energy. First of all, the Reiki energy, um, Reiki means life force energy in Japanese. Okay which is the energy of the universe. And the energy of the universe is the highest frequency of love, which is which it's in everybody. And the love at its highest frequency can heal anything. 
Um, so what we do in Reiki, like we channel the energy through our hands and um, it, like it's being transferred in the person's body and it helps on a physical level, mental level, spiritual level and emotional um, level and it helps a lot with things like stress anxiety depression insomnia okay. if you have like traumas um body pains uh, really? helps with your spiritual body and if there's any blockages in your chakras um you know we work with seven main chakras in the body but we have like hundreds of chakras oh really yeah and you have some that are way above your body you have some that are way below and then you have other ones in your body but um basically that's what it does um it's an energy healing techniques um and it, it works for so many things it's i i can't i didn't find like i've been doing reiki for seven years and i haven't found somebody who came with an intention that like it didn't work out sometimes uh. people come and they're like i feel blocked in my life i feel like i can't find a job i all the doors are closed so like i want doors to open but nothing then, specific exactly and then i do the session and then you're like oh my god this door opened and i got a call for this and i got a call for that and i got this opportunity like oh wow yeah yeah okay sometimes i had this girl she was like my intention is just to feel love and she cried during the whole session she was like i felt that overwhelming amount of love which oh. is the energy that we work with you know That's um it really works for so many things uh, you said chakras. Mm -hmm. So for someone who doesn't understand what that is. Chakras are energy centers in your body. Um, like I said, there's like seven main ones that we work with. So you have the first one that's uh, the root chakra. The root? Uh, root. Root. The root chakra. <laughs> okay. um, then you have a second one at your navel, like a little bit below the navel. That's um, the sacral chakra. Okay. Uh, one in front of your stomach. That's the solar plexus. And then you have the heart chakra, the throat chakra third eye chakra in between your bra yeah. and um, some people call it the bra chakra the third eye and then you have the crown chakra which is like above your head okay um and their energy centers um oops, sorry. their energy centers um that govern different parts of the body and that can be blocked by different things like emotions or for example, your throat chakra can be blocked if you don't express yourself, mm. um, if you don't love yourself, if you lack self-confidence, um, if you feel disconnected, if you're depressed, those are things that can, uh, that can block and you. What about your, I guess, your heart chakra, like the one closest to your heart? The heart. If you feel disconnected from others, you repress your emotions, you don't express how you feel, you tend to like sweep your um, mm. emotions under the rug, um, that could... Block and the out. crown chakra, I'm so interested. <laughs> the crown chakra connects you to the universe. Okay. Um, if you, one of the main things that can block your heart chakra, your crown chakra, is depression. Yeah. If you feel disconnected from the universe. Okay. Um, it could block. Uh, and finally, the this one, they call it like the all-seeing yeah. eye. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, because you can see things that you can't see with your naked eye. Um, spirits, uh, energy, colors, you know. Okay. Um, it's basically, it reveals stuff to you that, uh, like I said, you can't see with your naked eye. Um, it sees things of the universe, things, you know, within yourself. Uh, it reveals a lot of things. For, yeah. for I guess, like a, a human who's not into spirituality, all of this could be completely unbelievable. Yeah. That humans could be walking the earth with all these different qualities mm -hmm. and like powers in a way you know we want to be connected but if not many people get to this level 
how can people who have gone through this awakening feel connected? The thing is that there's no such thing for me as like not being connected. Okay. Even whether you go through like a spiritual awakening or not, we're all connected. We're all one. And I think that something that loses people is this idea of like separation. Okay. Uh, or that things are disconnected, but we're not. We're like a, an extension of God, an extension of nature. Exactly, yeah, yeah. an extension of each other. And just because someone is awakened and they know someone who's not awakened doesn't mean that they're disconnected. Okay. Um, it's just that they're not on that path yet or they won't be in this life, but they're still, they, they, they still are one, you know? Yeah. They still are the same. Um, they still have the same, they could have the same consciousness. Maybe one is just not awakened to it yet, okay. but I don't believe in disconnection. I like that. Yeah. I think I've been really feeling disconnected, but that could be because one of my chakras is blocked. Yeah, and like all chakras can never be fully blocked. Okay. They say like if all your chakras are like fully blocked, you're you're like dead. Oh. But they could be like, if there could be like a very big blockage that like the energy flow is very small. Okay. You know? So we spoke about Reiki. Are there other, any other types of like healing practices that you do? Um. Well, I'm a spiritual counselor. Okay. Um. And so it's basically like I listen to the person like their issue and I just give advices from a spiritual perspective like I'm not a psychologist or a psychotherapist or whatever um so I do that I'm also a doula oh what's that a doula is like um some it's like a bird companion okay so you help women um bring their child okay I don't catch the baby but like you give like support uh emotionally physically mentally yeah so I do that, but in terms of energy work, it's Reiki that I do. Okay. So I'm going through, I guess, a kind of elevation process, you can say right now. I've been writing a lot of my music, and I'm just like, through writing, observing the world. And I think that that's one way, if people want to understand their place in the world, or like just the world around them, is writing down physically the things that are happening, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wrote a song like, nowadays we judge, nowadays we don't love, nowadays, so, so like it got me thinking a lot about judgment, and I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm, is judgment a good thing, is judgment okay, like we have to judge, right, because if we just love everyone, then we open our free spirit up to a lot of hurt, so there's like this certain type of judgment that you need to protect yourself, mm-hmm. and going through this process of analyzing things, it's kind of getting my head like really messed up because I'm like, my my core doesn't want to judge people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I've been so open with people that I realize, oh, they're teaching me that I cannot be so open. Mm-hmm. But then that's sad because I love being open. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess, how can I give advice to people when I'm constantly in the process of growing and changing things? Like, mm-hmm. I... I'm in in this process of soul searching and I know who I am, but I'm figuring things out. And will there ever be a moment where you have everything figured out? Where No. All the healers of this world are still going through learning experiences. You know, life is about evolving and learning. So it never stops. It never, ever stops. You can, you know, learn some lessons at 80, 90 um, and there's a lot of uh, healers out there who are really wounded and they're still doing healing work on themselves, yeah. but it doesn't prevent them from holding space for other people to heal. For example, like this podcast, I'm sure what I said in episode seven, I'm like so against that now, mm-hmm. but maybe like 
in episode seven, I helped someone mm-hmm. on that same yeah, frequency. frequency. Yeah, yeah. And then this podcast will help someone on that same frequency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you said, you're going through a spiritual awakening. So your frequencies are changing. You're uh, raising your vibrations. And so you're going to attract people of that same vibration. Because energy um, doesn't recognize people by their name. Energy recognizes energy. Yeah. And so you'll attract basically what you project. That's so true. if if your frequencies are getting to a point where um, you're connected with people who are more spiritual, then that's what you're gonna attract. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah. Wow. For hate, like the hate that I get. So you know, the higher you get, the more hate, and like the lower vibrations are trying to tear you down. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so, what do I do about that? You don't focus on it. Okay. You don't focus on it. The more you... What a simple answer. Exactly. <laughs> um, sometimes people search like... Because I guess, again, with media, you see these extravagant things happening. People are always like looking for extravagant things, you yeah. know? Whereas like with spirituality, everything is so simple. Um, sometimes I have people who are like, well, how do I get this anger out of my heart? And I'm like, well, forgive the person. For them, forgive they're just the like... Person. What can I do? I'm like, just forgive the person. You let it go, you know? That's hard, you know? though. So it's, it's very, very simple. Yeah. Just don't focus on the hate because if you put your focus there, then that's the energy that you're attracting. If you focus on love, this is what you're going to attract. But if you focus on the hate and like, oh my God, people are hating me, then you're creating that reality for yourself. That's true. You know? Well, you Life seem like pr- you have it all figured out. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm still learning. But you're at like a, a further journey. You've been doing this for seven years, right? So you kind of have an idea. The Reiki, like, yes. Yeah. But I've been spiritual all my life. I can't okay. think of a point in my life where I wasn't. Um, and I've done so much work um, with like connecting with God, connecting with my inner self that I've heard so many things. Um, so yes, I'd say like spiritually, it's not the Reiki. Like the Reiki educated me on energy healing okay but like the way of life and like how to be spiritual i'd say this is like my own personal experience okay yeah when you say god like what does god look like to you like you know if you don't believe in like let's say the biblical heaven and hell like Mm -hmm. what is god to you the universe the universe it's an energy i don't believe that it has like a face i feel like A human being were like an extension of God, but like God has many different extensions that looked that look different. Okay. Like it could be a tree, it could be a water, it could be a human, it could be an animal, it could okay. be the sky, the sun, the moon, you know. Yeah. Um I don't believe that there's a face to God, but I, I believe that it's like a higher intelligence. Um Okay. Yeah. This spa- this path towards spirituality, it's very lonely. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with being alone? I actually love it. Really? <laughs> I actually love it. Um, and I don't know if it's because of my experiences. Like I was, you know, being bullied and rejected wherever I went. So yes. I just at some point, you know, decided to... I think it is my life experiences because before I used to be very extroverted. Yes. And with those things, I became very introverted. Um, But I read something, um, it was like an oracle cards that I have that says like there's a difference between aloneness and... um, aloneness and loneliness. Yeah. Loneliness is when you feel like there's like an absence of somebody else or like an absence. Yeah. 
and so you're like oh i feel so lonely but aloneness is when you feel like fulfilled with your own presence um and i feel like that's where i am like i'm very i don't never feel lonely um but like i'm very at ease with like aloneness I like that. But you don't think that it's sad? Because same thing for me, like I was always so extroverted and the more that I grew and evolved, the more people would start bullying me even more to try to test me and like poke the bear, you know? And so it does bring my frequency like lower because then I protect myself. If you want to change that, you have to see people bullying you as them not understanding. Yeah. Them not knowing, which people call like ignorance. Um... It's just them not understanding who you are, and so that's the way their way of projecting. Okay. Sometimes, like it's their own insecurities. They're seeing that you're like rising, and they don't understand what it is. They're not, you know, on that path either, so they feel insecure, okay. and they might just be projecting that on you. They don't know who they are, so they feel threatened that you're like starting to know who you are. Yeah. And so it's just a project, a projection of their own emotions or experiences on you. If you see it like that, you get less affected. Like, yeah. I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> People were bullying me, like, left, right, yes, and center. me too, though. Um, right now, in this yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, And at some point, I was questioning, I'm like, why? Like, why Am I, I the problem? Exactly. At some point, you think that you are the problem. But no, it's just people that are projecting their own experience on you. As someone who knows who they are is never going to bully you. Yes. Never. Someone who loves themselves, they're never going to bully you. Yeah. Uh, someone who accepts them, themselves as they are, they're never going to bully you. So if you shift your perspective and, and see things more that way, it's not going to affect you at all. Yeah, it's going to give you power mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. want to help them grow. Mm-hmm. And being alone is not um, a bad thing. I see this as an opportunity to go within and really like seek the answers that you're looking for because like we said earlier all the answers are within us we just need to like remember connect with ourselves um and it's an opportunity for you to self-reflect and see what it is in your life that needs growth healing change evolution yeah um a lot of people because they're not um happy with who they are or they don't feel complete they're gonna seek that outside whereas you need to see this within first yeah and once you have this you're not gonna feel like i am so alone and everybody's like in a relationship and i'm like by myself you're not yeah. gonna see things like this um so to me if someone you know always says they're lonely is there's something that's incomplete inside and you okay. have to like search what it is and give it to yourself so that you don't depend on somebody else to give it to you and then you search through meditation, mm-hmm. through online. Through meditation, for me, like praying, meditation, um, yoga, questioning myself, asking my guides or God for answers, for signs. Like, okay. Those are the things that helped me with that. Uh, through your healing process, like, what are some of the things that you see the most recurring? Like the problems within people that are, are the most prevalent today? People can't let things go. That's one of the things. um, People are stuck in uh, victim mode. They're not seeing things as lessons to learn. Everybody is doing something bad to them. Everybody hates them. Everybody's jealous of them. Uh, It's a lot of victim mode. A lot of victim mode. Um, 
um and again like i said a lot of people they can't let things go but like why did they do this to me and like why did i meet that person and why i'm always questioning why this happened and just not seeing the real purpose behind it like see and i i totally understand that because i feel only when you're ready to leave something can you stop playing victim mode Mm -hmm. for instance like i'm in a, a pretty poisonous environment right now but I want to be there for the other benefits, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, ah, but it's tearing me down, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready to leave it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like spinning in circles knowing that I have to go, mm-hmm. but it's sad because I don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. Do you know why you're holding on? I think because of the convenience that this place provides me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's for the convenience. Mm-hmm. And then I speak a lot with people like, should I let it go? And they're like, well, you're going to get hate wherever you go. So what? Are you just going to be a nomad everywhere you go? And I'm like, that's a good point. It's not that. But if it's an environment that's poisonous to yes. me, which is like, that's that means it's very toxic. Yeah. If you never leave it, it's never going to change. And then you're um, choosing that. Exactly. Rather than so you're choosing instead of changing. Changing. Yeah. That's yeah. true. It's hard to balance. It's hard mm. to see it clearly. Like when you're in this, in the fog. Mm-hmm. Like when you're standing in the fog and you're like, where where do I go? This is something I always tell people and I've been saying this like for how long? No matter what the decision you take, you, the universe is always going to support you. Yeah. So if your intention is to leave a toxic environment because it's detrimental to your health, your emotional, mental yeah. health, and you decide to take yourself out of it, for a good reason then the universe is going to support you it's never going to put you especially if you can identify what the lessons are that's true and you learn it the universe is not going to put you in the same situation again because you learned your lesson (laughs) you know um and so never be afraid of leaving something especially when you're conscious that this is not it doesn't serve me and that if you're listening to your gut, you will be making the mm-hmm, right decision. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your intuition, that's how I see it. Intuition is truth. So if it tells you, you know, turn right and don't turn left, don't you turn. better turn right. Yeah. You know, that's how I see it. Yeah. Um, I can give an example. Like, my intuition is very, very strong. It's yeah. always been like that. And, but I'm a little rebellious. Oh. I'm rebellious. I'm actually very rebellious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I've worked on it. Um, and I remember one night, um, my friend, she invited me to this party downtown. And she was like, come. And I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to go out, blah, blah. And she insisted. And I said, okay, I'll go. And so I got ready, got dressed, have my perfume, my makeup. Yeah. And as soon as I leave the house and I put the key in the door, I heard, don't go. Ooh. and I was like no like I got ready blah, blah, don't go and I'm like no I'm gonna go like I'm ready well I'm not gonna go back in the house so I go I party come back it's 4 a.m that day I had woken up at 6 a.m we were doing like training the whole day so like my mind was very no, tired obviously so I come back um and I remember very clearly I was on the highway coming back home I lived in Laval at the time and as soon as I left the highway, I fell asleep. And so I basically, I feel like because I fell asleep, I probably pressed the gas really hard because like I bumped into oh, no. a car that was parked on the side of the street and the car moved in front of the house. So it was a very big impact. And I almost lost my life. Like When the police came, they were like, how did you get out of this oh, car on your own? 
And I was like, I don't know. I just woke up and I opened the door and I came out. You know? So that's what I mean by like intuition is true. That there's something your that your gut and you really feel it de- deep down yeah. in your gut. It, to me, it's truth. Yeah. You know? So um, it, it's super, super important to always listen to your intuition. And the, <clears throat> the more attached to your soul you become, mm-hmm. the clearer the voice in your head yeah, becomes. Yeah. I have a friend who uh, is very connected spiritually, mm-hmm. and he went to Mexico. And same thing, he went out to a bar. All of a sudden, through like he, he smoked a little bit of weed, he drank a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then through the... The, the music playing, he heard vibrations. It was like, they're going to come and kill. They're gonna, or something really intense. And he's like, am I hearing this? He's like, guys, we got to go. Mm-hmm. And then the friends, thank God, like especially when you you need to surround yourself around people who get you yeah, exactly. or else they could have got killed because mm-hmm. they were like, guys, we got to go. They started running mm-hmm. all based on an intuition. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, that club was shot up. Oh, wow. Crazy. Intuition mm-hmm. is so it's real. Powerful. It's like it's the powerful. universe is talking mm-hmm. to you exactly. and it's almost a gift. It's like, it is a gift. It's a gift it because is. you chose to listen to you exactly. so much. A lot of people have, have the it. answers Everyone and they don't it. listen. They just don't listen. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people and, are disconnected from their intuition. And that's what's sad. It's like, yeah. guys, you just need to heal mm-hmm. and then you can hear everything exactly. and you'll, you'll, you'll be gifted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When that accident happened to me, I was like, this is the last time I rebel against, against myself. <laughs> against myself, yeah, against yeah. my intuition. So now when I hear something, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like a, a command, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Following yeah, rules. Yeah. You're hearing it for a reason. Yeah. So it's important to listen to it and honor it, you know? Because it's a gift, like you said. It is a gift. What do you do when fear strikes? <laughs> um... Wow, that's a good question. I was brought up in fear. So like fear has uh, mm. controlled me for so many years. Wow, okay. So many years. And if there's something that um, helped me is at some point I was like, you know, the only way to get over my fear is to do it. To do it. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing else that can get over like that, that can get you over or your fear if you don't do what you're afraid of. Yeah. Um. For example, like I told you at the beginning, I had like a dog phobia. Yeah. And everybody is always saying like, but you need to, you know, meet a dog. Yeah, Yeah, meet a dog. And I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Um, But at some point, like I saw a shaman. Um, I don't know if you know what it is. Uh, not well, kind of, but okay. you can clarify okay. for our audience. Okay. Um, well, there it's complex. It's very complex. Let's say he's like a intuitive healer. Okay. The shamans are like they do deeper work. Um, he did something on my head to remove because I, it came from a past life. Mm. I was devoured by a dog, and that's how I died in a previous life, and so that's why I came because I never had any trauma here. That's crazy. Yeah. I just know that when I was young and I would see a dog. I would think to myself, if that dog, dog touches me, I'm going to die. Yeah. And I had a recurring dream all the time that... Oh, that's so crazy. I was in a forest running, and there's a dog running after me, and then it jumps at me and starts eating me, and I would wake up choking. It used to happen to me, like, until I was 10, 11. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've had the same yeah, sort of dreams. Yeah, yeah. And so when the healer did that on my head, he was like, okay, I released it from your cell memory, so you're not going to come back with the memory in your other lives. But you need to be around a dog. 
and I was so afraid, but I did it. And that's, you know, how I overcame my fear. Um, Him saying that, though, he's like assuming that you will come back for other lives. What if this is your last life and you're, you know? Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it could be my last life and he just said that out of nowhere or it could okay, be that yeah. I'm going to come back. But interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Or it could be when I come back on another dimension. That's you know? true. Um, but yeah, when fear strikes me now, what I do is breathe. I have like okay. a, Deep I breathing. do like breaths of fire. I feel like that, this oh, really like... calms me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I feel like this really calms me down. Um, and then I start, like, I ask, because I always, I'm always asking questions in my mind. I'm like, why am I scared? What's the worst that can happen? Blah, 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 blah. I just talk myself through it. Yeah. Um, and depending on what it is, I just do it, or I wait um, a little bit. Uh, it really depends okay. on the situation. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking of one of my dreams where, um, and I have a super huge phobia of water. Mm-hmm. And I always have recurring dreams of like drowning in a car in mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could very well be um, how you died in a past life. Yeah. Usually that's what it is, especially when it's an, a recurring dream. It's just a memory that you came back with um, that you see over and over again. Until is that what you, you think it. dreams are? Um, dreams, all dreams are not from your past life. Okay. I believe that recurrent dreams is a message okay. um, that tells you like there's something that needs to be worked on, especially if it's like a fear. Yeah. Um, do you ever analyze your dreams on all the time? Always. <laughs> Not, always online, oh, no. <laughs> Not online though. Not online because like uh, sometimes I've I've like consulted dictionaries, but like I feel like what like... I what I search never resonates. Okay. Never resonates. But I'm always thinking like, why did I see this? Why did I see that? And I always get an answer. Okay. If it's not the same day, it's like in the coming days. Okay, yeah. What are the baby steps to, you know, healing? The baby steps. It's hard for me to answer that because if you don't want to look at spirituality, which is yourself, how do you heal from that, you know? I feel like depression is not... um, I have a different conception of depression. I don't feel like it's a bad thing. Okay. Um, as long as you don't dwell in it, yeah, I feel like sometimes it's a good thing because depression is basically like it's almost like you're diving into like nothingness, which is the opportunity for create to create like whatever you want. When you're like in a dark space, you can yeah. create whatever you want, um, and it's also a good space to self reflect. And see, like, okay, what's going on with me? What is my purpose? I feel like darkness really helps you to, like, question things that's going to give you answers. Because, like I said, again, like, at the beginning, when everything is happy, like, you don't question things. You're just enjoying. You're not learning. That's how I see it. Um, So as long as, like, you you don't stay there too long to the point Mm -hmm. where it gets, like, worst, I feel like it's not a bad thing. But for me... I can't say I was in a full depression, but I was there. And how I got myself out of there is just questioning my purpose. Um, And by questioning and asking for signs, I got them right away and it took me out, especially when I knew that, like, okay, I'm really here for healing work. I was like, okay, let me just heal myself and then I'll teach people how to heal. I know that Reiki has helped a lot of people that I know with anxiety and depression just because it fills you with that 
frequency of love yeah. that's like so high and so strong you know and it reconnects you to the universe um but as, as baby steps that's what i would say and what about like the medication world like what do you think about that i am anti-medication anti-medication i kind of am too mm-hmm. i have seen what it did to people um and i just wouldn't i don't know I'm not a doctor. I can't tell people, like, you should take that medication yeah. or not. But I personally don't believe in it. Like, what ha- what have you seen? Um, I have seen people get even more depressed because of all the side effects. Um, yes. Getting bigger. I have seen people, like, drown in, like, a worse depression because they got fat. And so it's, that yeah. added to their depression. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people going crazy. Hallucinating, yeah, yeah. Someone very close to me who started to hallucinate and going crazy, and I told them like, if this is the reason why you're getting like this, ask your doctor to change. Yeah, and they did, and it changed. Um, but it's always been worse. I never saw someone who were on it that got better. Yeah, me neither. I feel like it disconnected them even more, or made them dependent that they couldn't do mm-hmm. it themselves. Mm-hmm, exactly sad but no judgment yeah it's just no i don't judge anybody i have some people who come and they're they tell me like i want to do reiki for a depression but i also want to take antidepressants i said go for it that if that's what you want to do like i don't judge people um everybody's on their path sometimes you have to take antidepressants to realize something else yeah um you know everybody go through um different situations and they have different solutions and if that's what works for them then i'm all for it some people sometimes they'll have like a alcohol abuse uh, problem and that's where they need to go in order to awaken and so like i support that 100 percent. if that's how you need to find go, yourself you know? so, yeah so yeah no judgment i agree your presence online it's so inspiring on your Thank social you. media mama oracle it, like you can you can tell that you've done a lot of work to, to figure out who you are to the point where your message is just clear. It's mm-hmm. just healing all over your wall. It's just like healing. And so it feels really nice on the eyes mm-hmm. and it feels really nice in the heart. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, how did you get to that place of like knowing your, your message, especially online, because it's different from here, you know, mm-hmm. like in person. Mm-hmm. An online presence is so different. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly changing my online presence because I'm like, I don't know my message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that I knew my message because I've done the work. Okay. Um and by doing the work and seeing the results and seeing how the how it took me from a very dark space. Um changed me. I I, I was like, okay, well I guess this is how I need to be speaking to people like do this and that mm. and like I, I knew how to like I, I found uh, a blog that I created I think it was 2003 2004 that was called breaking the chains of okay. something I can't remember and I stumbled upon it maybe like in the last month and um and like in my early 20s I was talking about like if you want to heal you need to like forgive people and blah 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 I guess because I was doing the work at that time I remember like I was in one of my lowest um and that's around the time where I was like writing a lot of letters to my family Mm. and nothing would change but like I felt like the more I wrote the more I felt like a release 
And so I was like, okay, let me tell people this is how you do it. Like, okay. if you go through this thing and you do this, then it's going to work because it worked for me. Yeah. So I feel like that's how I found my message. But like seeing the results of the work I did on myself. And also not being afraid to show people that you're in the process of growing. Yeah, I'm very, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I talk about everything um, on my social media, so. And document and, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we don't always have the answers, but sometimes we do have mm-hmm. the answers. And that's powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Okay, so I'll close it off with a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. One, if you had a superpower, any superpower in the world, what would it be? <sighs> um, <laughs> I would say if, like, I touch people with just a finger, I could heal anything that they have. Whoa. Yeah? Just by touching them. Wow. Oh, what a power, what a power. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Well, you're kind of doing that with Reiki, right? But that's like max power. Yeah, and I can't, like, I don't want nobody to come after me. I don't heal diseases. Like, (laughs) all I do is, like, basically hold space for the person to heal themselves. Like, I'll give you the tools and whatever. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. That's a cool power. (laughs) For the person who is losing hope, chasing their dreams, what would you tell them to keep going? uh what would i tell them yeah i would tell them to keep going because like i was that person who was like chasing and chasing my dream for so long like imagine i was doing this when i was a teenager nobody was really awakened people would call me a witch all the time but still i was blogging and i was posting statuses on facebook like i started with the blog then i was like posting statuses on facebook nobody was following my blog um but i kept on going and now look where i am today so i would say keep going and really trust um trust and faith are really really important because if you don't understand that like sometimes it could you know be slow because there's still things that you need to learn it's easy to like abandon Mm -hmm. you know some people their path are like so fast and others it's like super super slow like they go through so much for so long and then they're like 50 and 60 and oh my god something's happening now you know so trust and faith um are are tools that are needed also patience um actually this is what i have tattooed on my on my neck it's um love faith and patience Mm-hmm. And when I was in, I think it was Egypt, I kept saying, like, those are the three things that I need to, like, keep going. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to lose hope. So I was like, let me tattoo this on my on my neck. I need love. I need faith. And I need patience, patience. to get to where I want to be. I love that. Mm-hmm. The biggest question for last, mm-hmm. what is the meaning of life? Oh, boy. <laughs> Just in, a, like, a two sentence. Two sentence. The meaning of life. Wow. Yeah, I know. At least people's you question. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's a hard question. The meaning of life. I think it changes always, too, because whenever I ask this question, sometimes with one person, I'll be like, oh, it's this. And then mm-hmm. seven episodes later, I'll be like, no, 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 it's this. If there's like one word I could say is love. The meaning of life is like to love, to be loved, um, to grow, to evolve. It's, it's a hard question. Just to love. No, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's oftentimes it's, it's the simplest yeah, answers yeah, that, it is, it is. that are the yeah, real yeah, answers. Yeah, 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 despite everything that you experience, is just to keep that love. Keep the love. Don't mm-hmm. get jaded. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be jaded, but then Because mm-hmm. that's the, climb the energy of, of the universe is love, you know? So it's, it's really like to 
keep that emotion, that feeling, no matter what you go through. And don't let the world steal your shine. Or your love. Some people, they stop loving with all the pain that they go through, so... Keep loving. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Peace, podcast.